Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Helling frequencies open, you've tapped into Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for February 15th, 2016, we head to New York City. Why? Because the annual Toy Fair is taking place, and lots of Star Trek licensees are showing off their new products. Those who are regular listeners of Hyper Channel or The Ready Room know that I am generally not pleased with the types of merchandise that Star Trek licensees produce. I mean, there's some cool stuff out there, but there's also a lot of stuff, I mean, really a lot of stuff that just feels so routine, like so many companies are just going through the motions. I try not to be negative about it, but I just think about all the things that they could do, and I watch Star Trek get out-marketed and out-merchandised by other franchises, especially Star Wars, and I just want people to do more, to get more unique items out and get more people excited about it, and also to reach children so that we can build the fan base up again a bit, because a lot of the stuff that's marketed is you know, it's really aimed at people like me, people in their 40s who grew up with Star Trek and now can buy these collectibles. So anyway, that's why I feel that way in general. But given that general feeling that I have, I dove into the new items highlighted by Star Trek.com in their Toy Fair Roundup to see what kind of new stuff is heading our way. And actually, it's pretty good. So let's take a trip down the aisle and see what we've got. Again, this is a roundup of some of the stuff that's being shown out there at the Toy Fair in New York City right now. That event is actually running until tomorrow as this episode drops. February 16th is the end of it. So, what do we have? First up are plush animals wearing Star Trek uniforms. Okay, sounds like the routine thing, right? But these are from Gund, G-U-N-D, and they're actually pretty cute. You've got five different ones here. You've got a lion. You've got... think it's a cat. I'm going to say cat. You've got a dog and a bear and a monkey. Now, my daughter is still at an age where she loves collecting plush buddies, and I'd certainly buy these for her if they were available in Japan. I don't know which is my favorite. It might be the lion, actually. He's wearing Kirk's gold tunic. Uh, These are actually all TOS-themed which is something that we see almost across the board in the products here, I guess because it's the 50th anniversary year. So let's honor the show that started it all. I like the lion because his hair is so wild. So when you go over and you look at the link that I'm going to put in the show notes and on the show page here, check him out and see if you agree. But he looks quite nice. The cat is wearing a blue sciences uniform, as is the dog. The bear has on... Uhura's red dress, actually, with the big black boots as well. And then the monkey also has on red engineering. So these look, yeah, they're kind of nice. I mean, if you like plush animals and you want to put these around, or if you have kids, I think it's really fantastic for kids because they're going to love them and they're going to get hooked on the Star Trek theme. And that might lead them to go check it out and find out why these characters are wearing these uniforms. All right, next up is a board game called Star Trek Panic. So for you guys who enjoy playing board games, 
You're going to like this one. This is a joint venture between USAopoly and Fireside Games that combines Star Trek with the classic tower defense game. You play as the crew of the Enterprise and must fight off an enemy attack and carry out five galactic missions. It's a game for one to six players, so you can actually play this by yourself. I don't know how that works. I'd have to actually see the rules, but that's good. I mean, I rarely have anyone to play games with, so if I were to get it, I'd probably end up playing it by myself. Playing a Star Trek game, anyway. And it's for ages 13 and up. And again, it is original series-themed, and on the box, you see the 1701 under attack by both Klingon battlecruisers and Romulan birds of prey. Or maybe those are all Romulan ships, because, hey, you know, technology exchange. The game comes with a maneuverable USS Enterprise model ship, shields, damage, and destroyed indicators, mission cards, character cards, Enterprise cards, and more. Now, I don't know on a board game what a maneuverable USS Enterprise model ship actually means, because it's possible that by maneuvering it, it just means you turn it a different way on the board. So I don't know. I guess that's probably what it means. But the game will sell for $39.95, and it will be available from May in the U.S. and Canada. Okay, the next item is one that I really want. This is so cool. This is the first and only authorized recreation of the tri-dimensional chess set. And this is the one from the original series. It's available from the Franklin Mint. It's made by Wood Expressions. And it's the blue and white board that we saw in Where No Man Has Gone Before. It looks really awesome. The blue and white checkerboard together looks fantastic. The pieces are gold and silver. Now, I don't know if they're actually gold-plated or silver-plated, but the color scheme, anyway, is a very vibrant gold and silver. There's no word on price, but I expect that it won't be cheap. Again, this is from the Franklin Mint, and it looks to be really well-made. Although, I would want to see it in person because in the photos, it looks like the base is like a gray plastic. I would be disappointed if it's actually plastic, but maybe it's not plastic. Maybe it's wood or metal. The The actual checkerboards look, look quite nice, so I have a feeling this is going to run you quite a bit of money. But hey, it would look awesome in your collection, and uh, if you love getting these really classic, sophisticated-looking collectibles from Star Trek, this is one that you want to check out. Okay, now we get into action figures. I'm kind of mixed on these because I used to collect figures in the 90s. I used to go to the store and sort through all the figures, trying to find the ones that I don't have, and I rarely do that anymore. But I do have a few figures, and as I get older, I kind of do like the more detailed figures. And in July, Metzko will expand its 1 to 12 collective line, which already includes Spock and Sulu, by adding Kirk. These are 1 12th scale, hyper-articulated figures, and they have that realism that many fans like when they're building out their collections. Again, this one is Kirk. I'm going to say, I'm looking at the face, I'm trying to see if it's accurate enough or not. It's slightly off, which often happens with these figures, but I have to put in my head... TOS Kirk, not Movie Kirk, nothing after that. 
and I think it's pretty close. The uniform looks fantastic. The tunic, the pants, the boots, it all looks great. He's got a phaser there on his hip, also looks great, and has a communicator in his hand. And the articulation looks fantastic. It's on a circular yellow base, or I guess I should say gold base, but it's really more yellow looking, with the Delta Shield on the surface. Yeah, very nice figure if you're into this. No price is listed in the StarTrek.com roundup, but the Spock and Sulu figures sell for $70, and some of the other non-Trek figures in this collection sell for between $65 and $75. So I think $70 is your best bet if you're going to set aside some money and pick this up when it comes out. If you prefer ships, the next title may be more to your liking. Diamond Select has a Romulan Bird of Prey coming out for the 50th anniversary that's part of their Starship Legends line. This one is designed by Art Asylum and measures 9 inches long with a 12-inch wingspan. Of course, it lights up and it has sound effects and dialogue from TOS, so you can reenact your favorite moments from Balance of Terror and the Enterprise Incident. This ship will run you $60.00. And it's quite nice looking. It's got a great paint job on the bottom. You can actually see the bird there. And if you collect ships, then you'll want to keep your eye out for this one if you're a TOS fan. Okay, the next item brings us into the realm of jewelry with QMX's Friendship Necklace. This is a TOS film era Delta Shield with a hollow circle underneath. And it's split down the middle. It's sort of a jagged split. One half reads, I have and shall your while the other half reads, Ben always be friend. So put them together and you get the iconic phrase from the Wrath of Khan. Uh, my first reaction was maybe they should write it vertically so each side makes a little bit of sense. But I guess that's kind of the point, right? It doesn't make sense unless you put it together. So for $14.99, you can make sure that your Star Trek BFF always has you on their mind. It's not my cup of tea but maybe it will be popular with some fans. So if you're looking for a nice little gift to share with a close friend, there you go. Just hope Khan doesn't come looking for it. Okay, let's go on. We have a few more things here. Hallmark isn't going to be left out of the fun, as you would probably guess, but it's not the holiday time, so they can't do their ornaments. So instead, they have Star Trek itty-bitties in stores now. These are plush, like the first items that we talked about, but they're small. Hence the name, right? They're three inches by four inches by two and a quarter. There's a Kirk who looks nothing like Kirk. There's Spock who looks okay, but like he's up to some kind of evil plan. There's Uhura who looks like she's been captivated by a Tribble. And there's Bones who appears to be Chekhov who stole McCoy's uniform. But they're cute. Maybe they're a good item for when you want to just leave a friend a little gift on their desk except that you have to buy all four in a collector's box, and that costs $29.95. So not exactly as inexpensive as they look. I think they're nice. They're cute. I wouldn't mind having them. For me personally, though, I think 30 bucks is a little bit steep on those. I would expect them to be maybe like, maybe $5 a piece tops. But anyway, if you're into that kind of thing, check those out. Now we have two more items. Titan Entertainment has a line of TOS Titans vinyl figures on the way. These are their three-inch collectible figures that come blind boxed, so you're not sure who you're going to get when you buy one of the boxes. 
I like this approach to selling toys personally because it's kind of fun. I sometimes buy these figures we have in Japan called Bear Bricks. If anyone follows me in social media, you've probably seen photos of them because sometimes I shoot my Kirk Bear Brick in different situations. And then I have all kinds of non-Star Trek ones on my desk in my studio. And you'll often see them in the background of photos I'm shooting of other things. So those are fun. You know, I kind of like that. And what I also like about those, however, is that the design's always the same. The shape's always the same. And it's like a canvas for artists as well as franchise tie-ins. So they're a little bit different than these, although similar in size. The Star Trek lineup here from Titan includes Scotty, Spock, Kirk, Bones, Uhura, Sulu, Rand, Chapel, Vina, Pike, Balok, Agorn, Atolosian, and Khan. And I had trouble running through that there because the Rand one is staring out at me and it looks kind of like Barbara Streisand was cast as Rand, which is really weird. <laughs> and maybe Chapel is Bette Midler next to her. I'm not sure. But the thing is, what they're showing right now are just illustrations of what the figures will look like rather than the figures themselves. So either they haven't made any of the figures yet or Star Trek.com just didn't have an image of them. I'm not sure. So it's hard to say whether I'd want to have these or not just from looking at the illustrations. I went out and I looked at some of the Doctor Who Titans. So I do know what the figures look like when they're finished. And I'd say that they're not really my kind of collectible. But I think they might be quite popular with many fans. And it's fun to collect items like this when you have to keep chasing certain figures to complete the set. So it's good that they have so many different figures in there. I remember doing this back in the 80s with those little plastic NFL helmets that you would get out of the little vending machines, which I don't know what they're called in English anymore, but we call those machines gacha gacha in Japanese. And you just put you know a coin in and you turn the crank and then you get something out of it. And boy, there were a couple of helmets that I chased for years until I finally completed my collection. But it's fun. I really like it. No price is given for these, but I think they go for around $10 a pop based on a little bit of research that I did. I think that's a little bit steep, especially for blind boxed items. Bear Bricks, which I mentioned earlier that I collect, those are like $3.50. So it's a lot easier to keep buying them and see if you get the one you want. And then if you don't, you can always sell it back to a toy store and get some of the money back. All right. Lastly, we have Mega Blocks from Mattel. I don't like these figures myself. I just don't like the shape of the figures. They're like super muscular. They're like the old He-Man figures, if you remember those from the 80s. That's what they remind me of, except they're Star Trek. However... What I do like about this is that it's the type of toy set that we wish Lego would make for Star Trek. And I think these types of sets are really good for getting kids into the franchise and making them interested in Star Trek. And of course, they're also great for older fans too, who like to collect these things. This autumn, you'll be able to pick up a detailed USS Enterprise 1701, a Klingon D7 battlecruiser, an away team figure pack, the classic bridge, and a transporter room. No prices for these are on StarTrek.com, but according to Gizmodo's Toyland, the D7 will sell for $30, the transporter room for $40, and the Enterprise will set you back, and you may want to sit down for this, 
$250 because it's made up of 3,100 bricks. So quite a toy there. Although I don't like the shape of the figures, I will say that the Guardian of Forever set here looks really cool. I, I like the photo. I like the way they did the Guardian. The D7 looks really cool as well. The transporter room actually is the Mirror Universe one. So it has the Earth with the sword through the middle right there. And they're showing Kirk and Spock, although they don't show it in the first place set. But in this one, they're showing Kirk and Spock in their Mirror Universe outfits. And that's kind of cool. All right, well, that's all I have for today. Actually, kind of a lot there. The rundown was longer than I anticipated going in, so this is kind of a long hyper channel. But go take a look at all of these and let me know what you think. I'll put a link in the show notes and on the show page on our website to the StarTrek.com article. You can see lots of photos in that article. Take a look and share with me and other listeners which items you're interested in. The best place to do that is in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field and it will come right up. Or hit us up on Twitter where our username is TrekFM. My personal username is C. Brian Jones. That's the letter C and Brian with a Y. And you can also send me an email by going to our website and using the contact form at trek.fm slash contact. Just choose to send to a show and choose Hyperchannel, and that'll come right over to me. You can also send me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash trekfm. That's the word speak and the word pipe dot com slash trekfm. And also be sure to check out our 50th anniversary rewatch and all the other great shows we have here on the network. You can sample everything through the Trek FM master feed, which you can find pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also get all of our shows as individual feeds as well. You'll find those in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, BlackBerry. Go to our website and stream from there. Download the MP3 files. Get the RSS URL. We have so many ways for you to get our shows. And you can also find this in third-party apps if you just search for trek.fm. And if you enjoy our shows, you can help us keep it all going by supporting us through Patreon. Just visit patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm to get all the details, including perks and access to our great exclusive website, Patron Zone. We are a listener-supported network, and we do need your help to keep all of our content coming every day. And we really thank everyone who is supporting us now. We really, really appreciate it, everyone. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. I hope you had a great weekend, and your week is off to a great start. I'll be back tomorrow with another story for you. Until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.